but that is very funny that <laughs> I get that you you say you don't understand how <laughs> phrases work <laughs> but but saying you have two options and then only providing <laughs> one is not the same as not understanding yeah. what like and then playing it off to like like oh, yeah, no, no there is yeah, I, was, I was legitimately like confused or like what's the that's other not thing? like two birds with one stone or like anything nah. like that like is yeah. that something where you actually would have to explain it or like the hand in the bush thing um, yeah it's just you like literally just two things here and then i just gave you one option and then i just went on and you were like what's the second thing and i was like what like oh sometimes <laughs> i just like don't understand how phrases work <laughs> yeah can you can you blame me i don't know like i don't know man. sometimes i think it's like a miracle that people can just talk to each other like you just walk up and just start like talking you know and like I, sometimes i think like that is like it's pretty amazing to me like that's just like something where you know like the connections people make all the time and like you know animals don't do that at all like we're so advanced that we can just walk up and our brains are like so fast they're just processing like words and like understanding those things like really accurately like really fast like that boggles my mind and sometimes i'm overthinking that to the point where like i'm thinking about it as i'm going up and talking to someone and then it just fucks everything and that's why you're so i like how you're trying to frame this as like look i'm just such a deep thinker that's why i cannot communicate <laughs> like a normal person at all you know what i mean though it's like when you get too high and like like you're you're overthinking everything and like that that kind of does happen to me sometimes where like you know, like this podcast. Sometimes I'm like, oh, what am I gonna say? like? I just start thinking. You just get about, overstimulated. Yeah. And then that's when you. That's when you're like, man, like I just really like Trump. I mean, I don't know. Sorry, that just it's just one of those sayings. I don't know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I that, guess so. That would actually be like a very funny. I've never said that ever, mm. especially in that context. You know. Okay. But. It, that would be like a very funny like Trump derangement syndrome thing that like I hope that people who are getting caught up in the January 6th shit will use where they're just like look sorry I just saw I don't know what MAGA means like I thought it could mean anything I thought it was just a cool hat yeah. <laughs> I thought it meant something completely different you know how like some people don't understand how all roads lead to Rome means something mm -hmm. you know I didn't know that make America great again actually meant something yeah I just thought it just meant let's make you know don't tread on me I, what is, did that mean actually mean something I thought it was a cool snake flag <laughs> it is kind of a cool flag but you know I tried uh, I listened to some of that and I tried to turn it off there's way too many words what on the january 6th uh commission thing you're making a joke but i don't get it it didn't oh because you didn't did you watch it at all is it are people just like no on i mean the it was very... floor just calling each other slurs because then i would know percent there were there were um like the some of the capitol police that were uh that were black were giving their testimonies about it and they were just talking about how oh, do they throw hard r's well, they did, but they were... That's so sick. They, they weren't just calling everyone a hard R N-word. They were discussing how the mob were saying that to them, you know? But no, but... Yeah, I understand. I understand that. They were like, you just... We are the Bolsheviks. That one sucked. I'm a proud vegan. Mm, so good. There is nothing gay about professional wrestling. It is full contact murder gymnastics. That ain't a video game, though. 
crayon. No, 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 no. Every time I smoke weed, I always think I have HIV. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. But okay, that was that was a bad one. But like, but but my honest question and cool jokes about racism aside, like so when the officers were giving, should their, we start over? No, no, we shouldn't. <laughs> we should start over. No, we shouldn't. No. But when the officers were giving their testimony, they were actually saying like that word that I'm apparently not allowed to say anymore. But they were actually saying it like for real. Yeah. See, that's what I've, that's awesome that that's going to be in like the transcript. You know what I mean? Like on record and stuff. And like we talked about why this. so they can't like, like, like chalk it up to something else. No, it's just cool that they're actually like using the words that were used against them to show the gravity of the situation. Because mm-hmm. we, like, I've brought this point up multiple times on this show. I don't know what side of the paywall it was. Where, like, I've made that argument, like, when you're, like, recounting, like, something fucked up like that, and you want to, like, impress the gravity of the situation, like, you should say the word instead of, like, the substitute, like, the piece, not the PC, but, like, the PG uh, substitute that we use for it, right? Yeah, and I think in, a, like, a legal precedent like that, it would be, like, they would just say explit it or whatever, explicit. An expletive? Expletive, yeah. They would just say that, you know? Yeah, but I I don't know. I think that it's cool that they are, like, you know, being true to, like, the situation and being like, I was called this thing and then saying those words to them. So then, like, you know, later on, like, when people read back the transcript, when they, you know, analyze the situation down the line, hopefully those, like, those words will stick out to them and they'll be like, oh, shit. Like, you know what I mean? Because, like, you know, like like I've said before, sure. like, when you're when you're talking about like an incident that happened and you were like, oh, yeah, like this dude got punched in the face for saying the N word at the grocery store like that doesn't hit as hard as if you were like, oh, yeah, this guy called someone a boop, you know, and then you hear it and you're like, oh, my God, you know what I mean? Like it just hits different. So and like, yeah, when you see that written down, it also like draws attention to it as well. Yeah. You know, and sure. so like I think that that's fucking sick and like important and the january 6th commission thing is going to be stupid as fuck but like i think it is important that if we're going to do it that like we get all of the slurs and all the bad words in there i guess uh, to really paint that right. picture uh because they're not running around saying n-word they're saying the actual yeah word. yeah yeah and i'd uh, is there any v- of the video that i've seen i don't think i've heard that in any videos which i was like actually surprised by but is there are there videos of the mob saying those kind of things? I'm not I'm not saying they didn't. I'm just saying like of the video footage I've seen, I didn't I I didn't see any of that, you know. And I'm sure they did, but I'm just saying like I don't, I don't know. Did you did have you heard that at all? No. I really haven't like watched a lot of the insurrection in air quotes footage with the sound on. Mm, okay. Cuz I don't really feel like there's any i don't feel like i was i did i don't feel like i would gain anything from like listening to like the shitty cell phone audio anyways you know like i if don't it's know like man. super garbled like but it's not we have really good phones now but what I'm, no, yeah but if you're in a crowd of that many people and they're all screaming over top of each other you're just going to hear like the the seven people around it and like but 
I think that that's... I guess my my point for that would be to say that if you haven't watched it with the sound on, how you know if it's going to give you any kind of uh, like extra feeling about it without do without you know. I mean, the lazy it. and honest answer is if there was some crazy shit caught on audio, I would have heard about it, and then that would have prompted me to do it. Does that makes sense. Like, I'm not just going to watch the video and her in hopes that like my amazing hearing can like catch something that's going to crack the case, like. If there was like video footage of like a bunch of dudes like screaming like crazy shit like that, I'm not even saying it would have been picked up immediately no. and passed around yeah. like the internet and like the news, you know, the the news desks. So like, I don't know. I and it, I feel like with this incident, like for me, like the video is way more important than the audio, unless again it's like someone has like this crazy footage of like not an interview, but like two I dudes candidly talking. There are things in the audio, not, I'm not saying like even, I'm not even saying like the, like what they were saying in the audio, just the audio does give it an extra like, um, emotional feeling when you just watch it. You know, if you're watching it to be like, all right, let's see if this like makes me feel anything, uh, like negatively or like uncomfortable or whatever, like, I don't know, audio does help with But that. why, I don't understand that. I don't understand that situation. So, like, why would you be watching in like the footage of January well, because 6th the whole, and being like, I wonder if this is going to make me uncomfortable? Because the whole point of this like commission is to make people feel a certain way about this mob and what the the actual events that happened on January sixth, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I'm saying when I I know when I when I watch the footage of January sixth stuff, yeah, I mean the the audio audio definitely helps to like put me in like the like people's shoes and being like this is a fucked up situation and i you can feel it it's like you just that's what i'm saying is like uh like just getting the visual of it you're not you're not getting the whole experience of what these people actually felt yeah, in that okay situation. so i'll i'll meet you halfway and say if i was like on a fucking jury or if I'm like in Congress and I'm trying to, you know, deal with this stuff like in a professional, like in a way that actually matters. Yeah. Duh. I would watch the video with the fucking sound on, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying like me as me watching the footage on my phone or like on YouTube on, you know what I mean? Like when the shit was breaking and these videos were coming out, like I didn't watch it with sound on because like number one, I wasn't like prompted to, but two, it's like, I wouldn't have gotten like as me, like as just like some goy watching, like I'm not going to fucking get anything different out of it. Like I can see what's happening. I've been in a crowd before. The audio isn't going to do anything because I can imagine it's just like a bunch of people screaming dumb shit. You know what I mean? But I understand what you're saying that in order to appreciate the immersive experience, you would need to have the audio component and that is valid. But I'm just saying like as us, Mm -hmm. as like normal people or like as you know, you listener like i don't really think that like it would be much different sound on or sound off when you're like watching these clips but again none of us are like doing it to like decide any legal anything and obviously if if that was the case then you would probably need to unmute it you know right you'd have to turn off like whatever envy album you're listening to yeah um but like what from what i saw it seems like um like the like the democrats are doing this i guess to i guess that's my whole thing too is like i don't understand why i understand the importance of why the democrats would want this to be happening 
but I don't understand why it's happening because it's not like they have any way to prosecute. Like that's all the DOG, uh, DO, I'm sorry, DOJ is doing, and they the are Department of Guys, and they're and they're working on it. I mean, it's taking a long time, but they they are doing it. So like, I guess I'm I'm. Uh, is it just a way to shed light on things and to help the DOJ out and be like, hey, maybe you should, as we do our investigation while you're doing your investigation, if we find out something, maybe we could just shed light on it and be like, hey, do you want this guy too? Like, or do you want like Jim Jordan or whatever the fuck, you know, like, like that is, I, I guess I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm a little unsure of like, what's the point? You know, well, that is the whole thing is that it's there is no point because it's hollow Democrat posturing. Well, they've already it wasn't there already because there was already the whole January 6th, you know, I guess. Oh, it was uh, during the um, when they were trying to impeach Trump. Right. There is that. Um, and I, I feel like this is kind of the same thing. We're just going re over it and like doing like more harsh. The testimony. Democrats want this to be a bigger event than what it was right and that's you know and i'm not gonna i mean we can talk about if you think that this was like as big of a deal as the media is making it out to be which i don't think it is you know and but like in order to push this sort of like this narrative of like the negative lasting legacy of the trump administration and the trump wing of the gop right this needs to be a huge deal, right? So this needs to always be in conversation. This needs to be this like generation defining event in terms of like American politics and the news cycle and stuff, right? Like, so in order for that, the to- Democrats want to destroy Trump's legacy for good, and this is like the best. Well, way this to is like a nail in the coffin, right? but this yeah. is also just like it's culture war stuff, and on the side of the Democrats, like really pushing this, but also like. If they want this to be like this big deal, then like there needs to be a Senate hearing. There needs to be all this like official, like, you know, on the record testimony and blah, 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 blah. I don't think anything can or will happen because of it. Like, no one's going to get fucking prosecuted. Like, no one's going to get kicked out of their, like, impeached or like kicked out of their position. I would say I don't know about that. I don't think from this commission, but I'm saying the DOJ but that's, is working that's on a, shit, that's right? That's a completely it's different a, thing. It is a completely, a completely different, different thing. Well, no, it's not. It's a completely different thing because they're working on January 6th stuff. They're working no, but on prosecuting. It's not, it doesn't, it's not linked. I understand yeah, what you're saying. saying. It's, it's not, linked. not linked. So, like, yeah. whatever Nancy Pelosi and all them do is not going to be something that the DOJ right. is, like, instantly going to use in their findings or whatever. This The yeah. Nancy Pelosi stuff, like, all of this is just going to be, like, a play that we're watching on TV. That's all this is. It's just a play to keep your fucking attention. Keep this in the zeitgeist. Keep this in the collective unconscious. Keep us thinking about Trump bad, distracting us from the fact that the Biden administration is not only doing nothing, but is actively doing bad shit around the world. But th- we, they have this now softball. This well, that's Biden's whole thing, because he just wants foreign po- He just wants to focus on, like, you know, foreign policy stuff. I feel like that's his big thing, right? That's all he wants to really, like, do as president is focus on the rest of the world and, like, that I, kind of stuff. I don't right? know. I mean, the, the stuff that's happening now is, like, it's all over the place, and it's all kind of, like, there's a lot of like small potatoes happening that do end up being mushed together to be like right. big potatoes. But again, like it's all being overshadowed still by Trump and that that's what needs to happen. So like as long as we're yeah. as long as the 
American people are focusing on January 6th, blaming the Republicans for that. This is the best strategy the Democrats have moving into 2022 and then 2024. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I kind of like it on the Democrat side. I, I feel like this is kind of what, like, this is the kind of stuff that I was talking about kind of last week. It's like, do something. And like... But this isn't anything. Though. It's not anything, but it kind of is in the it, way of propaganda, right? They want to, they want to... I mean, it is they hollow want, propaganda. You're not... Yeah. I don't think that... Okay, sorry. Continue. I, don't, I don't mean to cut you off. No, I'm just saying, like, they want to rile up their base, and it's going to rile up, like, people that really hate Trump. It's going to make them infuriated again. And, and you know, and, and it's also going to hopefully, like, make people more mad at these these types of Republicans that really want to, like, they want to go after the big lie. That's the biggest thing. They want to, like, really solidify that that shit is stupid. Like, this shit is fucking fucked up uh, to, like, you know, to uh, keep lying about the the election being stolen. And also, since they couldn't do anything when it comes to voting rights legislation, they couldn't get that passed, right? Uh, so this is an uh, this is also a way for them to kind of like, you know, fight against that as well. To kind of like, you know, it's just like they're you like you said they're like attacking hollowly, but they're at least they're doing they can't do anything else, you know. So might as well kind of you know brush brush up some anger some some more anger you know but it's not it's not effective propaganda because it's not going to draw anyone new in it's not like after the january 6th commission is concluded and the results are going to be what everyone already knows the results are going to be that like republicans are going to like be convinced that they should now vote Democrat. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to, like... No, absolutely not. ...bring anyone to the Democratic cause. All it's going to do is keep the same people who have been, like, screaming, like, libs, just... It's just going to keep them screaming. Like, that's really all it is. Like, this isn't doing anything to, like, convert anyone or, like, solidify any type of, like, position outside of, like, the core group of, like, Democratic voters who wouldn't be swayed Either way, anyways, like it's not going to like embolden anyone to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really just not like this is just for fucking TV ratings. And it's just like for these people to play as politicians because nothing's getting done. And like that's that's really all I see this as like even like, like and I didn't watch the testimony stuff. And it's because like it doesn't really interest me, honestly, because like I don't understand what anyone who thinks this is like a good idea thinks is going to happen. Like truly, what do you think they're going to do? Like kick out fucking Josh Hawley and fucking Jim Jordan? Like, no. Like, do you think that this is going to like, what, like solidify like all the democratic candidates for 2022. So like they just sweep every election. No, it's not, it's not going to convert any Republicans. It's not going to like, shame any republicans into admitting that what they did or admitting that what they did was wrong even you know what i mean like but that is kind of the point because they're 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 trying to bring up all these situations to to kind of be like to kind of shed light on republicans being hypocrites especially about like law enforcement things you know because these are essentially like uh police officers that were being attacked and you're basically saying they're they're the republicans are basically saying well you know what uh, this is a different story. We don't care about them. It could be because they're black. It could be because 
um, they were on the side. They weren't on the side of the mob. Um, so you know they're trying to set up situations so that they can rail against them later on with these different like hypocritical um, ideas because it, that's, hypocrisy doesn't work as a weapon against Republicans. Oh, I know. But I'm just saying, like they know that too. Everyone knows it. So again, right. these are just like hollow gestures. Mm-hmm. This is all like textbook Democrat posturing, where they act like they're trying to do something, but their hands are tied, even though they're not really trying to do anything at all. Right. Like this is like theater no, yeah, for, for sure. like the very old and the very young to be like, look, the Democrats are doing a good job when it's like they're not fucking doing anything. Also, the, you're right. This this there really is nothing here. There's nothing, there's nothing here. Nothing. This is a very big nothing burger that our elected officials are partaking in because like they just don't want to do anything. But I would else. say because it's an investigation of some sort, even though even though they can't physically you know prosecute anyone, because it's an investigation, I guess they're hoping to dig up something. To give to the DOJ. But I don't understand why you wouldn't do that because the DOJ's got its own hefty power. I would say more power than, you know, Congress into going into finding out exactly But that's why I was just saying the DOJ is like the actual, quote, investigation Mm -hmm. that will lead to consequences for individuals involved. Right. The Senate trial is just a show trial. And this is just something that you can put on TV and have the grandstanding and the theatrics and all that stuff. I mean, it's basically just like Les Mis. It's just what we're going to be watching for however many days. But, like, the funniest thing about it is, like, did you see the fucking, all that FBI shit that's coming out? Where, like, the basically, like, the, the feds were talking about how, like, some of their people were there. And there were, like, federal, like, undercover dudes involved in the January 6th shit. And, like, there were, like, FBI assets involved, but they like won't like say who or like weren't they members of like Proud Boys and stuff? Is or is this a different situation? It's the same fucking thing, but so because that's stuff we already knew. But it's indicative of a pattern that like people who like are in conspiracy theory stuff or people who like understand politics, especially like geopolitics, if they're critical of the American state, like understand that like when you have these huge events. Like the government, like either the CIA or the FBI is always involved somehow. And if it's any type of interesting radical group, the feds have plants in there at some point, you know? And so like, like we saw during like the post 9-11 era, like a lot of these like radicalized, you know, Islamic terrorists that were like being caught in America were like just troubled kids who were basically being like persuaded and goaded by the feds in order for them to like build a case so then the feds could say there is terrorism and then validate their existence right like we like they just broke that story with the fucking dudes in michigan who tried to kidnap the governor oh yeah back in the yeah like yeah, a yeah, year yeah. ago you're saying that yeah, yeah and a bunch of the dudes involved in that were right, fucking FBI. federal informants or they were fucking or they were federal employees or you know they were actual right. federal agents and you're saying when these type of things happen that gives kind of um food to those conspiracy theorists who want who would always point to this be like look there are federal agents in here and that just gives like it gives more. It gives credence cred- to the the criticism, credibility that, to these to those theories, but also theories, like they're yeah. not even really theories because like, like I said, like recently, like the feds have said that like their people were there, but they won't fucking like 
divulge like if they were just informants or if they were actual like agents because like i said like as we've seen for years and years and years like a lot of times with these like extremist groups like at a certain point like they just start throwing federal agents in there to entrap people you know so like with the michigan shit like as soon as they started talking like oh i have a bomb guy like the bomb guy was a fed and so when you're talking to someone over fucking, you know, signal or whatever about how you want to fucking purchase bombs, like you're talking to a fucking fed, you know, like when these kids are like being radicalized online to like join the Taliban or like join ISIS from America. And then they start talking to people on Telegram about how like, you know, they have like a guy who can get them fucking like uh, unregistered M16s and stuff. That's a fucking fed. You know, that's kind of like criminal shit 101. It's like as soon as people start talking about how they have some crazy dude, that dude's probably a fucking fed. Yeah. And so like the the general vibe now with a lot of the January 6th stuff is like, okay, cool. So like if we're going to get to the bottom of who organized this, who orchestrated this, who let them in, who told them how to get around, you know what I mean? Like who put the pipe bombs there? Like what the fuck happened? Once you start scratching that surface, you're going to find a whole lot of people who are working for the fucking federal government. So then the question becomes, how much of this was organic and done by the group of people who you're trying to persecute and demonize, right? How much of this was organically orchestrated by these Trump sycophants, by these like right-wing extremists, by these white supremacists or these, you know, anti-government whoever, these QAnon guys, or how much of this was goaded and entrapped and pushed along by the feds in order to build future cases in order to up the security state uh, uh, viability right in order to justify their existence because if the feds knew the whole time like unless they're just informants right it could e- it could be but but even if they're informants then theoretically they're informing their handlers that shit's going down mm-hmm. and then they're fucking you know their handlers let it happen right so that's like that's where we get into this whole like it seems like any which way you cut it the government knew this was going to happen and we kind of already knew that right like there was no secret that they were going to be there but but what do you mean by let it happen there's only so much you could do there's a lot you can do if you have a a viable threat of terrorism happening but i think there's also stuff that came out about like how there was a lot to be said for the people that were informing the government being like this is this is bad. This is this is something that might happen, but at the, in the end, at the end of the day, it's kind of like you know We're the administration, the same thing. You're just... but not. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay, but I'm saying there somewhere. It's not like the informants are okay. I get what you're saying now. Yeah, there. Uh, at somewhere along the line, someone it's doesn't just how do much, something how about much it. Is how much culpability and blame should be placed upon the Fed's shoulders? Because how much did they know for how long? And how many of the people who were planning or who were intimately involved in the vast organizational mm. process yeah. were on the fucking feds, feds payroll or were in direct contact with people who are, right? So, like, if the feds knew for fucking six months that there was a dude making fucking pipe bombs to bring to the fucking Capitol building and they let it happen, whose fault is that, right? Or if you know, people are are trying to organize stuff and then an undercover fed is like feeding people ideas and feeding them ways to raise money 
or helping them fucking organize transportation, like whose fault is that then, right? If yeah. they're playing their part and waiting for the big bust. Did and they ever they catch that guy? Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think they ever caught the bomb guy. Not Remember they I got video of. of him and stuff. Yeah, but not that I know of. Yeah, I never heard about I mean, them catching it. probably was it. a fucking fed. But I'm just saying like... Oh, that's true, yeah. But I'm just saying like when when we start actually investigating this stuff, like all roads lead to Rome, a phrase you don't understand as we talked about earlier. But like it's all, a lot of it is going to lead back to the fucking federal government and their role in this because they had a role in it. Not to get too tinfoil hatty about it, but like... No, of course. And I think everybody understands that. Yeah. And so that's what's going to happen is we're mm-hmm. going to have these fucking investigations and it's going to, you know, and th- the Senate trial is going to be completely hollow. That's all just, this is all just like a fucking soap opera, right? This is all just mm-hmm. days of our lives. The DOJ shit, that might actually bring up some stuff, but they're going to have to do all these pivots to where they don't expose confidential informants who are deeply embedded in all these extremist groups, right? Right. Because they want to keep them for later on. It's it's fucking, it's the end of the departed, right? Where fucking Jack Nicholson was a fed the whole time, but he was protected because whenever shit got bad, he would just rat out people who were already on their way out anyway. Mm-hmm. That's how these organizations work. I mean, it's on the left as well as the right. Like very famously, like back in the day, a lot of the old labor movement shit got infiltrated and a lot of the communists and social stuff got oh, infiltrated. Yeah. Like the anarchist groups did too. Like in like, especially like during like, after like the George Floyd stuff, a lot of BLM shit, a lot of like Antifa cells or whatever the fuck, like there's a lot of feds involved there. And that's why like the people who you should be trusting in any radical group or organization that you fuck with are the people who are pretty fucking tight lipped. Right. It's so, like, as soon as someone comes up being like, yo, what if we just like kill some cops? Like that's probably a cop. You know, and obviously, like, I joke a lot on here about, like, killing politicians with nail guns and stuff, but I would never seriously fucking bring that up at a fucking meeting at anything because, like, anyone who, like, knows what the fuck they're doing would immediately be like, oh, hey, are you a fucking fed? Because that's some fucking fed shit, you know? Because mm-hmm. that's just how this shit works. So, like, when they start investigating this, they're going to really have to try hard to protect their assets on the inside. And yeah. so then that really brings in the question, like, Okay, then, like, how guilty are these dudes if the government is helping them and if the government, like, whose fault is it really? It's just going to be a whole mess. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to throw the blame on, like, people in fucking MAGA hats because they're not popular this year. And it's easy to do. Yeah. Exactly. And so mm-hmm. that's really what's going to happen. And not to be, like, you know, super, like, whatever about it, but, like, it, I, I feel like if you want to look at it objectively, like, we all know the end game of all this is just going to be, like, a bunch of fucking proud boys and oath keepers getting arrested and then a bunch of like pawn like maga fox news people also getting scooped up as well and then all it's going to do is like distance the american government from trump and then be just like this kind of dull w that the democrats are going to try and ride as long as possible yeah and you know and like you said before this is just also the biggest like the just an attempt at the Democrats trying to really solidify the bearing of uh, Trump's legacy, make it so that you know he wouldn't be able to win the nomination next time around or something. And obviously, if Trump wants the nomination, he's going to get it. That's just and of course, but oh yeah, you know, I mean, they'll they're... try whatever they can to make that not happen. 
But you know, did you see? I I did see that like uh, Trump endorsed um, Texas uh, representative didn't didn't get it or whatever during a special election. Uh, he yeah he wasn't nominated. I haven't been keeping track of a lot of Mr. Man's doings as of late. I haven't either. I literally saw it on, it was like a little, one of those square yeah. things as it was going. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. The only thing I know is there's some, like, there's some weird stuff going on with his like money stuff again. Go figure. Yeah. yeah. All you the know. money that his like group or groups raised to like fight voter whatever and to, to fight the fake election. Like they haven't actually paid for anything. And yeah. They can't really account for where the money went aside from like paying for Trump travel. And so now, you know, everyone's like, oh, this is obviously just like illegal campaign funding for when Trump tries to run in 2024. And now he just has all this money that he's going to shift from his pack over. Right. He really has to run again. That way he can be president and they can't get him for anything. But also, I just think the the likeliness that he goes to jail is the same likeliness that Mike Lindell's like uh, predictions come true. You know, <laughs> so you think that we have an equal chance of Hillary Clinton being uh, guillotined in the street? Uh huh. The same way we have a uh, fucking Trump being president again. Yeah, I don't know. No, I mean, no, no, no. I, I not president again. Going to jail. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. You know what I mean? So, but I was also just joking because Mike Lindell is. He's. Did you see him going off again? He's like he moved it to August thirteenth now. So I'm saying that's what big, every, big, 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 uh, big announcement on August 13th. But that's what every doomsday yeah. cult does. Like it's crazy. we've said it a million times, you just you always you 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 realize that you read the runes wrong, and it's mm. actually in three months. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's all it is. He just he just read yeah. the creases on his pillows yeah. in a different way this time. It's just funny because we just I feel like we're, what we should have a segment called Mike Lindell's new prediction. <laughs> That would be funny for someone else to do where they dress yeah. up like Mike Lindell, like with like the purple hat with like the gold like stars mm-hmm. and like crescent moons on it. And then they have a little crystal ball, mm-hmm. but it's just a pillow. Is he one of those guys that's also a member of the Proud Boys now? Kind of like um that one, that one dude. What? Because, um, you know, what's his name? Roger Stone joined the Proud Boys. So I wonder if Mike, Lind- I thought Mike Lindell Mike, might have I don't been think in there. Mike Lindell would. No. No. Yeah, he's not. I don't think that he's not like, do it like not not where to the point where he's like joining the 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 guys on the street, but like kind of like is a card carrier, kind of like Roger Stone, you know? No, I don't think so. Okay, I would be no. I mean, Mike Lindell would be more of like the hardcore, like fanatical, like Christian sect of Trump supporters, not the like racist white, like, like the white openly like yeah. white nationalists like blood and soil like uh mm-hmm. greco-roman uh, western chauvinism thing mike lindell right. just wants money under the guise of like being a christian yeah he's not like trying to defend judeo-christian values from the invading muslim horde right you know mm-hmm. feminism isn't destroying mike lindell's way of life the way uh, that it's destroying uh roger stones yeah cool um so yeah we talked about january 6th uh did you let's talk about tunisia for a little bit okay let's do that all right so i i i've read a a lot about it this during the week um but i'm a little confused on like was there an election coming up or did it happen already recently like uh 
that's that's what I was confused about. I guess not. I guess he just, you know, the, the so the Tunisian president, um, is it Kais Saeed? I do not know, dude. Okay. Um, he ousted the prime minister and then suspended parliament, which is always a good sign, and then replaced the defense and justice ministries. Um, so that's what he did, what, on Sunday? And then, um, see, that's what, I, that's what I'm talking about. So when he, like, suspended parliament, usually they do that, like, after an election or something to, you know, if they're scared that they might be ousted or something. Like, so that's what I was a little confused about. Or did he, was he just like, you know what, fuck this. And then, because uh, I, I guess there were um, protests on you know, the handling of COVID and things like that. So, so <clears throat> I listened to some stuff today and then I've been reading some stuff throughout, you know, the last couple of days about it. And like, yeah, like you said, like the president ousted the prime minister. And then one of the big things was that he suspended parliament, but also lifted the immunity of politicians from like facing legal actions. Because mm-hmm. that was like a part right. of the like post revolutionary constitution. Constitution, yeah. Was that like if you're holding office, you can't get in trouble for shit. Right. So I was listening to the news today and they were interviewing some people over there. And apparently, like, aside from like the COVID stuff and the like the protests that have been happening and shit like that, like one of the big reasons why the president is saying that he did what he did was because of like this massive amount of corruption that had been um, uncovered and all these politicians and all these people were just like stealing all this money and extorting all this money and there's like shit like that going on. And so he's defending his actions by basically saying, yeah, I got rid of that shit so that we can scoop all these corrupt motherfuckers up. And Has like, he started doing that? I don't know. Okay. I'm just saying like that was like the reasoning that I saw. Huh. Like for for like defendants of this move, we're right? Like, yeah, like everyone knows that like we're being bled dry by all these corrupt people. Like everything's fucked here. So the president did what he did in order to like root out the corruption. So like that's like sort of the position of like the president's camp is like, no, we're not. This isn't a coup. This isn't a coup. I'm not solidifying my well, power that's... and rewriting the constitution yeah. to benefit myself. I'm doing it to get rid of all these like corrupt people who've been stealing money and like have been just generally like running it like a fucking mob state. Right. And then his opposition are saying sounds a little bit like bullshit to me and you can't really do that. And this is a fucking coup. Right. Yeah. I mean, technically if you have a constitution, you, you shouldn't be able to do that. Right. Uh, but I got, apparently he's like a huge constitutional lawyer too. So he like knows what he's do- like. He he says he knows the constitution and this is legal. Apparently, I don't know. I, you know, we're obviously not very. I can read some of a Guardian article that might explain it a little bit. <sighs> okay. Well, first, first, real quick, can I just say something about mm-hmm. the the the? Di- I thought this was interesting too. So one of the things that happened this week, uh, the. The dismissed Tunisian prime minister, the one that was ousted, uh, Hichem Machichi, uh, said he cannot be a disruptive element and he will hand the responsibility to whoever the president chooses. So even though he was kind of ousted, he's kind of like, 
this might have to do with the immunity thing. He probably doesn't want to be like he does. He doesn't want to get got. You know. Well, I think somehow. I think that, but he's kind of just being like, yeah, this is fine. I think a lot of the getting got is real, but just because you also have to remember that like this isn't a part of the world that operates politically very different than the West, and so like people get killed very easily over politics in this general region. So they have to tread very lightly because it's a very real possibility that if you are super unpopular or the general consensus is you're fucking up super hard, you'll get fucking killed. Yeah. You and, know? and this new government is that just that. It's super new. And I'm that's the other thing, too, fresh, is I think that it, uh, part of it also might be that, like, homeboy's saying, like, look, I'm getting kicked out. I'm going to go peacefully because he doesn't want there to be a fucking civil war. Right. And these are ripe civil war yeah. conditions. And the last thing that we need is another fucking country plunged into fucking violence and turmoil during fucking COVID. Yeah. So, like, you know, without knowing a whole lot of the situation, if I can interpret it as like dude's getting kicked out and he's taking it on the chin and because he doesn't want to incite a fucking civil war. Cool. Yeah. Good. That's a responsible way to handle it. Rats off to you. From, from what I know of the situation. The rats right. are off. But if we're still in this situation, what, two years down the road, then maybe it, he wasn't, yeah. you know, being honest. Also, yeah. Also, this is very interesting because this was like the last country from the Arab Spring that everyone was like, this this was like the 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 good the good one, you know, that that succeeded throughout the Arab Spring. You know, all the other ones kind of fell into turmoil. And this was the last this was the last one. So that's also why everyone's kind of like, damn, that sucks. You know? Yeah. So I'll read a little bit from this Guardian article that I read earlier to kind of like help understand what's going on. I'm not going to like read the whole fucking thing. But, you know, it, it talks about how, where the fuck is it? When he got elected. Uh, since his election in a landslide in 2019, and I guess that that is like a very important part is that he won by like an insane margin, the president did. And so a lot of like this perceived stability comes from the fact that like he won by a lot. And so people have kind of been like seeing where it goes, especially a lot of young people liked him. And they were a lot of the um, the fuel for the Arab Spring was young people. So he had, at least for a while, support of the younger people, right? Since his election in a landslide in 2019, Saeed, a Dower Law professor and social conservative who campaigned as an outsider, has been locked in a struggle with Tunisia's parliament, with the Anada party prominent within it, over the country's post-revolution separation of powers, right? So they have this separation between parliament and the president, which I guess has always been this like point of contention, like uh, moving forward with how the government is like going to operate and stuff, right? And so then when you're looking at like, you know, what's happening now and stuff, like, again, like from the article, Saeed's landslide victory in the runoff of the 2019 presidential election saw him gain widespread support from young Tunisians. His support has declined since then, but for now he remains the most popular politician or political party in Tunisia by quite a wide margin. Obvious, and this, yes, that was the article. So now obviously like, that's going to change with coronavirus because they're one of the region's like worst countries in terms of like outbreaks and shit, right? So they're like not doing a very good job. 
and their economic situation also isn't that great either, right? And so these things were these things are all coming to a head, right? And so going back to the article, Said claims to be bound by the Constitution, so the test will now be, excuse me, will will be how closely he cleaves to it with Article 80, which he invoked, allowing a 30-day suspension of Parliament. Um, Enada, which was the party that was the majority in Parliament, has also asked its supporters to avoid escalating the situation on the streets in line with this generally pragmatic approach in recent years in which it has attempted to avoid confrontations, acutely aware of what happened to the Muslim Brotherhood in Egypt, right? So again, like, they know what can happen when shit starts to pop off and how quickly it can escalate. And no one wants that over there, right? This really does, like, seem like it is either, you know, pretty cut and dry, A or B. A, it's Saeed trying to, or whatever his name is, I know I'm just saying it wrong, the, it's, it's the president trying to solidify power, right? That's the one side sees it as that. Very fucking likely, right? Yeah. The other side sees it as the president attempting to fix this corruption that's coming from parliament. And that's why he is dissolving parliament for 30 days in order to, pers- to prosecute these people who have been you know, corrupt who reside in the political apparatus and then also trying to use this as a way after the corruption has been rooted out to then be able to work together with non-corrupt elements <laughs> so that they can tackle COVID. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, this will be interesting to see because we have 30 days. So at the end of the 30 days, if, if it doesn't go back, you know, if like the if the suspension doesn't go back, then that's when you know it's the it's a. Yeah, yeah. That's when you know it's a coup. Yeah. So. But I really don't know. You know, like I don't know a lot about like African politics like no. that. I mean, like obviously I know a little bit about the Arab Spring. I know how volatile things can be. You know, I know that things are like generally fucked just because of post colonialism, and this is the this is what happens when unfettered capitalism runs amok and destroys an entire continent you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like yeah so like but aside from that like i don't really know a lot about like who the good guy is and who the bad guy is here you know yeah we're yeah we're making like everyone's a bad guy like i i don't fucking know all i know is that you have these two political groups or these two groups in in tunisian politics fighting against each other and it's either and the main character, the president, either he's doing a coup and he's a bad guy, or he's rooting out a bunch of corruption and he might be a good guy. Yeah. So <laughs> that's kind of, yeah. That's where we're at. Yeah. It's either Fidel Castro or it's, um, hold on. It's the Muslim Brotherhood in Egypt, you know? Okay. Yeah. I saved it. Yeah. Let's say, where, are you, where are we going with this? Because you might say someone that I like. <laughs> I'm going to start screaming about Gaddafi for a while. Yeah. Hold on. It's, it's weed time. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. So, oh, while you do that, uh, speaking of Africa, I saw this. This was interesting. So, they found a 1.3 million year old axe in Morocco. Whoa, really? Yeah. 1.3 million years old. And the reason why this is interesting is because, like, they thought in that area that 
people starting to make tools <coughs> started around 700,000 years ago. But obviously with this new, you know, new finding, it, you know, pushes that even further down to 1.3 million years at least. You I know? hope that this is just viral marketing for the new Assassin's Creed game. Dude, that that would be Assassin's awesome. Creed Namibia, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder. That's just an Isu artifact, man. You know what? I just watched the movie The Dig on Netflix. It's about like uncovering an Anglo-Saxon like um, ship in the backyard of this like rich old lady's house. And um, I when wonder, you were a kid, did you ever like hope that that would happen? Absolutely, that you would, dude. Like, I was dig obsessed. In, dig in your fucking backyard, and you would like just find a T Rex. Well, I was obsessed with that. I was obsessed with time capsule stuff. I was obsessed you with. You would be like really into time capsules. Yeah, well, because my my the I was introduced to it because my friend when I was in like second grade, he was moving away, and he had this like he bought a, one of those time capsule things, but it was like a like a really nice one. It's like it was made for that specific reason. And I was like, whoa, that's so cool. And like he had all these. Sorry, pictures did you and just try to say he bought a time capsule that was made to be a time capsule? What I mean is, like, a lot of people make them out Whoa, of shoeboxes. Time capsule made to be a time <laughs> capsule. Dude, it's crazy. My friend bought a baseball bat, but it was built to, to be, be a, a baseball, baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was just really cool because it was like shaped like a pill, and like I don't know, I remember wanting one, and um, I know he buried it somewhere, but I don't know where. But I was just always interested in that stuff. Especially because like Jurassic Park, you know, in the beginning when they're uncovering that fucking Velociraptor and he's doing the story about cutting the kid's fucking guts out. You don't remember that? Yeah, I do. When the kid was like, I don't think Velociraptors are that scary. And then Grant was like, oh, yeah, check this thing out. He brings out like a little claw and he's like, the Velociraptor is like really mean and he can yeah, be that's like the <laughs> so, no, this is the, this the, is word for word so the dialogue the scientific term is really, really mean he's really mean and then he would go whoosh, whoosh, and he would cut it you know your guts out and then he just scares the pants off this little kid but yeah i was really interested in that fucking shit so but i wonder if me watching that movie brought up eventually brought up like this on my on my feed you know because it's about digging up an old thing Sorry, when did you watch Jurassic Park last? Not Jurassic Park. I watched The Dig about did, the Anglo-Saxon When thing. did you watch it? Yesterday. I, and I saw this thing today. I don't think that that's what it is. You're right. I'm really interested in that kind of shit. You know, remember when they, like, they enjoy, uncovered the Iceman? I enjoy the, like, the center of the universe theory you have going on right now where you think that your mind over matter is so powerful where you were like, dude... The nudes is now catered to what I watch on fucking Hulu. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting because no, I don't really usually cool. see that on my on my feed. So well, I mean, I like, know. there's a lot of like pretty heavy implications if that is proven to be true. And and yeah. I'm not you know, like I'm not real big on a lot of that like ancient civilization stuff where it gets to be so old it's just like theoretical to yeah, me. Yeah, my thing is like, how do you fucking know? But yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Under, I'm not smart enough. I don't understand carbon it's not that dating. I, don't I know carbon either. dating is a thing, and I'm supposed to trust it, so I do. I don't fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't let know. Let the scientists. Be yeah. Scientists. Let 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 them do it. But like, God, that actually that's a funny. Oh, I'll 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 go back to that. But like, you know, like I don't fucking know. Like it's like that Graham Hancock bullshit and like all that like Rogan stuff where it's just dudes arguing about over like 
the age of like certain like ancient sites and how they're actually which is the best part of rogan they're actually a hundred thousand years old not eighty thousand and that sets the timetable back like i don't fucking like you guys are just you guys are just making stuff up at this point and like just acting like it. you know what you're doeing i'm just like yeah dude it. yeah like you could be just like pulling that completely out of your ass and i'd be like yep that makes sense pass that fucking joint you know what i mean yeah no but, i get it but you know i i do love it I love watching those things. Dude. That th- those are the best episodes yeah. that Rogan has. But wait, so the the trusting the experts to be experts reminds me that I I kind of went back to my old ways and got into a fucking Facebook argument. God damn it, dude! Why are you even on there still? Why are you on Facebook still? I can't get off of it. I'm addicted. We all I'm addicted a, to Facebook still. I'm addicted to serotonin. Um, Jesus. but no. So like, there's a guy I know, and we used to get into a lot of squabbles. And we haven't for a while because I don't really care as much and he doesn't really care as much. But now he's getting back on his bullshit about like masks being a thing again and like uh, mandatory vaccine bullshit. Right. And so he's he's starting to go off on all this shit. And there's a there's a very specific subset of people who exist on the Internet where they're really into the IDW, the intellectual dark web, and they're really into Rogan. And so they treat these people as prophets as fact as gurus you know and so they just kind of regurgitate whatever is on like their various shows whatever the weinstein say whatever ben shapiro says whatever like uh glenn greenwald or like matt taibbi and stuff like that like although they're not part of the idw but like they're still part of this like crowd that like rejects the experts you know what i mean like that's yeah. kind of like the whole thing like you reject the news you reject the experts you say they're all in bed with each other for like monetary reasons which they are, and that's why it's frustrating talking to some of these people because it's like, yes, we all do believe that this is corrupt, but your corruption's not the same as my corruption, right? Right. And so this dude and I just got into a whole fucking tiff about like taking the vaccine, and it just like became this whole thing where it's like the slippery slope argument came back up, and like the trusting the medical companies and like how they're all in bed with the government, and it was just like this very refreshing stroll down memory lane where it's like, yep. This is what it was like last year, and we're doing it again. Now I, I get I, to. I love that argument because, other than money, it's like to do what you know. Like they they never seem to get to the point of like if the government was doing this to control us or something. Like, what is that? Well, because you can't say that because then they'll know that you're a fucking Malthusian or you're a racist, right? Because it's always a thing where the government which is controlled by a shadowy group, which is always codenamed for fucking Jews, are trying to either kill a bunch of us in order to save the planet. It, 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 like, it always comes yeah, down I to mean, something they never like give that. A, they never give a good enough reason. The government wants to the- kill everyone because the planet is overpopulated, so it's Malthusian in nature and blah, blah, blah. Or it becomes this whole, like, Protocols of the Elders of Zion type of thing where they, like, have agreed that there's a set number of people that should be on the planet and we have to start killing people off. Like it, it, it just slowly breaks down into that kind of shit. But that's shit. so stupid because a lot of us got the vaccine and a lot of us are not dying. So what well, the, the only fuck people who are, are you dying are the about? people who haven't gotten the vaccine. Right. And now, but I'm and, saying like that if that was their reasoning, like it's not, well, it's already it, not showing. What well, the fuck are always, you talking about? It, but then like it, it also becomes this whole like government control thing where the government wants to control you. There's all these like Nazi Germany things. And it like, it always just, it always really breaks down pretty quickly, but I'm 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 tickled pink that these people still exist on the internet and still want to have these like really dumb arguments about like you can't trust the experts and 
you know, Fauci. Then who are you supposed to trust? This, the blog like, writer on your on the you know who are you fucking supposed to trust then? And that's that's why I brought it up and why it became interesting because it wasn't that heated of an argument that we had because it basically devolved into you know this person being like, hey, here's all these like other people who have all these other theories and we should test them out in order to get rid of COVID instead of doing what the government tells us to do. And then my retort was like, yeah, I don't fuck with the government or these big corporations, but it's been pretty well proven that the vaccine fucking works. So like, why are you arguing against it this hard? Like, why don't you just fucking take the vaccine while advocating for other stuff too? But we kind of don't need other stuff if we have a vaccine that works, dog. Like, unless you physically cannot take it for, like, a medical reason, like, just get the fucking vaccine and be over. And he's like, well, that's just, like, what the government wants you to think. And I literally was like, why don't you just, like, I'm not a fucking scientist. I don't have time to look at this stuff. And, like, the people online who say, like, I've done my research on ivermectin. No, you you're not. a liar and you haven't. You just straight up haven't. Sorry, dude, you haven't. And all this, like, well, if you sit in the sun and you do your immune system and you eat these vitamins... I'm not a fucking scientist, but I know that's not how virology works. I know at least that much. Mm-hmm. You can drink all the high C you want, you still get a fucking cold. Like, yeah. F- like, like, legit, like, I guess in that sense, you can. Lifting be- weights didn't fucking save the planet from fucking smallpox. Right. It didn't. Right. right. Like, going vegan did not get rid of fucking tuberculosis. Like, yeah. fucking vaccines fucking work. This vaccine fucking works. Right. And so, like, I trust the quote experts. For sure. They're fucking scientists. They've been doing this for a really long time. They have accreditations. They're peer-reviewed. Like, our society runs, our reality runs on trusting these fucking experts. Like, the Tylenol that you fucking eat was created by the same fucking people. Like, it just blows my mind that, like, it's not like they're using this as, like, finally, our day has come and we can kill everyone. No, dude. Like, that's not what it is. Like, it's the fucking same thing as I'm coming up with like a new fucking cure, like a new fucking flu vaccine. Like it's the yeah, same and again, fucking thing. Like what does the government get out of it? They need people to be alive so that they can contribute more to the fucking gross domestic product. Also, you know what I mean? That's they need to fund these wars. That is very funny too, where it's like, you know? they want to kill us all. It's like, no, they don't. They need us to be fucking like slaves and cogs in the machine. That's why there's fluoride and uh, fucking high fructose corn syrup and everything. Like it's to make us fucking dumb and weak. I like fluoride. Don't not fucking to fucking, mess on fluoride. but not to fucking kill us, yeah. right? And also, like the vaccines aren't killing anyone. Like it's been a, like it just that's it's not what's happening at this point. It, just, just but I'm glad that I'm glad that they exist. But yeah, like in some yeah. instances, it's okay to fucking trust the experts. And if you go down that whole like you can't trust the experts thing when like refuting the vaccine shit, like. Cool. Like you can use that blue eyes white dragon to fucking win any argument by just ending it by saying that you don't trust anyone and you need to somehow come to a conclusion yourself in which you select the expert society doesn't. And then like there's just no way to fucking refute that because you're just straight up basing everything off of like the bubble, your, your whatever bubble weird you're in. dogma and you're like yeah. Like you're just working straight off of your emotions, you know. But I'm glad these people still exist. It gives me something to do while I'm like waiting in a courthouse for like a clerk to hand me back paperwork. Yeah, that's funny. Oh God. Um. Really quick, did you did you see Joey Jordan said died? Really I was going to bring that up at the end. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Andrew. Will you please play our tribute to Slipknot's late drummer? 
And my dumb my dumbass was like, oh god, another overdose. But no, he had some illness for like ten years that was like super severe. Mm-hmm. His legs were all fucked up. Yeah, god damn, that sucks, man. Uh, yeah, I'll, at least he died in his sleep though. Like shit. Honestly, you he won. Yeah, you fucking died in your sleep. That's really that really is what any of us can dream for, <laughs> pun intended. That's best yeah. case scenario because mm-hmm. we're all gonna die, right? And at least you got the. Hopefully, like you, he fell asleep comfortably. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. But like, you know what I mean? Like, you just have a good ass day. Like that's what I. That's what I really hope for him is that he yeah. just had like a good ass, you know, chill he did. ass, normal ass, fucking whatever Monday night. Yeah. And he got into bed and he's like, man, I just watched fucking Law and Order SVU. I'm a, maybe I ate too much ice cream. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna wake up tomorrow. I got some shit to do before whatever. I got a Skype call at twelve. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of like a normal ass day. You hit that pillow, you drift off, and you just go straight to fucking heaven. Dude, I used to fucking you know that Slipknot DVD disaster pieces. No. Oh god, it was so good back in the day. But I will they come had an- clean. I was never a huge Slipknot fan growing up. I only started to appreciate them as I got older. Really, that's weird. Um, yep. I used to love him as a, when I was never younger. got into it as a kid. Um, but on or the as d- a teen, never on the DVD, it it's cool because it's it's a concert, right? It's a huge concert. But they had an option where you can go and pick the view for drum whoever, cam all day. Drum, drum cam, cam all day, day dude. dude so I, yeah, all drum cam, and you could do the whole concert that way. You could watch the entire thing. Their one guitarist yeah. is really good. Oh, for sure. I mean, they're all okay. They are all amazing musicians. Mm-hmm. from top to bottom but like the, the two stands out except like, those drummers that are like boom boom those ones uh the fucking keg player is that what it is is that a keg drum jordan slipknot they... slipknot had won grammys i know someone won a grammy for playing auxiliary <laughs> percussion that includes hitting a fucking keg with a hammer <laughs> i'm just saying but it's the sickest shit ever no, that's yeah. so fucking cool yeah Jeez, um, but yeah, I just, I, you know what? I'm gonna do that later. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> go hit a keg with a hand. No, I'm gonna go watch Disaster Pieces again. I watched a bunch of the. Fu- it sucks because, like, I, I, you know, I, I didn't know Slipknot, dr- Slipknot's drummer's name, you know. But then I just saw all this fucking shit online about like, all right, how do you not know Joey Jordison and you're a drummer? Well, I just said I wasn't like a Slipknot guy. I know, but Joey Jordison, he was not. He was also just like well known and like. I understand the that, and like as soon as I like was like, it took a couple sentences of like, oh shit, this guy's done a lot of cool stuff. That's cool, but like I don't. So funny story. I don't know a lot of these like more pop musician guys like names. Yeah. Funny story during the Slipknot I... days, Joey Jordison also played in this band called Murder Dolls. I like I know who murder I know who murdered all yeah so um what I I had this jean jacket when I was in high school that I have a battle vest well it was like a really lame version of it where I just like wrote marker like all over it and like you know I had I, I like sewed in like some spikes or whatever but I wrote one of my marker write ins was murder dolls but then this girl that I liked at the time she started laughing at me and pointing at it, and she goes, "It says mutter dolls." <laughs> so I wrote it. I was like, so embarrassed, dude. You know, because you, you know, you're only wearing those type of that stupid shit because you're trying to be cool, right? You're trying to be I mean, like, you wear it for pussy. You're trying to get some pussy. Yeah, exactly. And well, I don't know. This was like, this was well, I don't know. But anyway, are you trying to say no, dude? I was a teen. I wasn't trying to get pussy as a teen. I don't know. I was just trying to remember. But yeah, mutter dolls, dude. Fuck yeah. That's sick. 
But yeah, no, I saw, um, you know, R.I.P. Joey, whatever. And I was like, who the fuck is this? And then like all these people were posting it. And then people were just posting a shit ton of Slipknot videos. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, what the fuck's happening? You know what I mean? And I just like, it's like, oh shit, their drummer died. Like that sucks. That dude was really good. And then I just started clicking on a lot of the links that were being posted that were all the like, Top 20 reasons why Slipknot's first drummer was the best metal drummer ever compilation videos. Right. And I was like, oh, fuck, man. Like, okay. Like, this mm-hmm. is like a fun thing to watch for like an hour. <laughs> Just for like sure. dude fucking shredding. Yeah. But I was, yeah, like I said, I was never like a Slipknot guy. I don't know. Yeah. And it really did anything for me. I thought they were like too commercial, I think is what it was. I was just too pretentious to like it. Yeah. And then when I got older, I was like, oh, man, like I actually missed out on some fun shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Slipknot and rock bands and whatever, did you see the Norwegian women's <laughs> beach beach uh, beach ball volleyball team? Beach ball <laughs> and how they beach were blast. And this will all come. I'll tie the rock and roll stuff together. But basically, so uh, I did want to talk about Olympic stuff, and they were part of it too. Yeah. All right, so let's see if we can do this dance where we do yeah. Norwegian stuff, go back to rock, and then back to the Olympics. All right. Let's see if really? we can do this three-point shuffle. All right, let's do it. Okay, All so right. Norway's women's volleyball team refused to wear bikini bottoms during their bronze medal match at the European Beach um, Volleyball Championship, and uh, they ended up getting fined. But they wore, like, normal ass, like, not like a leotard, but, like, did you see it? No. Yeah, it's just, like, shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they wanted like to. They're fucking like bike shorts. Yeah, and it's it's so weird that they, they that the uniform is like you have to wear bikinis. But um, the only reason why this sport is on TV is so I can look at all of your legs. <laughs> and exactly. But, but I like. I, I hope that just like the IOC's like you know uh, prosecutor when they were like handing out these fines would just like, Your Honor, are we ready to go? Okay. Um, is the mic on? We couldn't see their butts good enough. <laughs> The prosecution rests. And then, you know, then the IOC judge is like, well, that checks out. We couldn't see their butts good enough. So fine. Yeah. Um, the reason why I go, oh, let's go back to rock. The singer Pink. Oh, the, ro- oh, the rock. The, <laughs> the rock, rock and music, roll. The, the rock musician music. Pink. <laughs> yeah. The punk rock musician uh, Pink uh, offered to pay the fines for the Norwegian women's team. So I thought that was and cool. You know what? That That is cool. I did see that. And I wonder how much the fines are there. They're probably like probably a decent amount, like fifty dollars each. <laughs> no, it's probably going to be like I would imagine it's going to be like fucking a hundred thousand in the tens of thousands of dollars, probably. Yeah, but like you know, it's like, so gross. That's literally like we're going to fine you be- so that you have no. Literally, what is it? What is a fine? A fine is something that prohibits people who can't afford it from doing it, but from people who can afford it, it's just what they have to pay to be able to do what they want. So what they're saying is, hey, what's up? If you don't want to show me your whole legs, you need to pay me five hundred or fifty thousand dollars. Right. So it costs you fifty thousand dollars for you to not be in your underpants if you want to come over to my house. Mm-hmm. It's basically what they're saying. Yeah. You can come over, but you have to be pantsless, or you can give me fifty grand to put your pants on. Right. Damn. I don't know, man. That's, that's nasty. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's exactly. That's a great. I don't even know if that's an analogy. It's more of an example. It's the fucking truth, is what it yeah. is. It's the reality of the situation. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So now let's make um, the shift to. Oh, that was a shift to rock, I guess. So now we gotta go back to the Olympics. back to the, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. So the, yeah. So the rock shift was equating Slipknot's dead drummer to Pink. <laughs> <laughs> Only go hand on this in show hand. will you be, be shown that like ugh, yeah. the symbiotes. Um, all right. So now going back to the Olympics. Uh, you want to talk about the other fucked up shit that's happening with ladies, or do you want to talk about um, weed? Uh, are you talking about Simone Biles? Yeah, and then also the German gymnastics team as well. Okay. We'll go, okay, let's talk about the ladies. Because the other stuff is kind of more funny than, like, serious. So, the ladies stuff. So, the German gymnastics team, they didn't wear fucking sexy spandex. They wore, like, not, like, Ava suits, but they wore, like, full-body shit. Okay. And it made fucking a bunch of headlines. Same... Norwegian type of thing. Right. The team was like, yo, we're tired of being fucking sexualized with this shit. Like, fuck off. We're not wearing, like, these skimpy fucking outfits. Okay. We're not doing it. Right. I don't think they got fined. I didn't see anything about them being fined. Huh. I look. I didn't really look that hard, but I did skim for, like, any type of, like, numbers to pop out, and nothing did, so maybe they did. But the Germans also did it. Right? So they're... Okay. They're changing up the norms, too. And, you know... As a as a outspoken feminist, oh god, no, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I think it's cool that these women are fighting for their agency and they're hitting them for sure where it hurts, which is on the biggest like platform that they, for like at least a year or two, and like you know, like this is really if you if you want to change the norms in your industry, in your field, or in the culture, like this is the best way to fucking do it, you know. And, like, I fuck with it super hard. And, like, I'm not going to sit here and, like, praise it up and down as being this, like, super brave, like, you know, civil rights victory. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, it's cool that we're seeing more and more examples of people peacefully and respectfully protesting for what they think is right. And I think that this can fall into that category because they stated pretty plainly, like, we're not going to dress up all skimpy for anyone anymore and if that's weird it's your fault it's not mine and then hopefully that will encourage other athletes and other sports who may not be comfortable with the traditional garb to wear what makes them feel comfortable yeah and uh that's cool uh, yeah i remember always watching those things being like wow that's it's a like- shame it's a shame that they're forced to be naked <laughs> you guys are just kind of like princess leia hanging out next to jabba over there <laughs> No, no, I, I, I definitely have been, I've watched it before being like, wow, they're basically in their underwear just doing these things. Oh, you yeah, know? no, I, and like, I told you that like growing up, my like childhood best friend family, like the oldest daughter was like a competitive gymnast. And so I've spent a lot of time at gymnastics meets, like mm-hmm. as a young, like elementary and maybe middle schooler, but definitely like all through elementary school. And like. I th- it, it, it is weird looking back at how normal I thought it was just to see like a bunch of girls aged like very little to like teens in high school just like always being in like bikinis and like spandex and like these skimpy outfits because yeah. I was just like so used to being at these fucking gymnastics meets where it's just like oh there's an eight-year-old wearing like a two-piece like weird bikini leotard thing we're yeah. just gonna act like that's okay right and, that, it, not, and it's a norm, but, and it must have been a norm I mean. for a reason. But yeah, and I guess the argument was probably always like, 
you know, they can move better in it. But they, they don't I, make I the don't dudes know. do that. You know, that's no. They they wear pretty skimpy tight stuff, but it's but it's not like as bathing suit y. I mean, some of it is, but sometimes you know what I mean. Like we just we just over sexualized women all the time. Well, yeah. And I'm just saying, like I was. It's funny looking back now, like as an adult who's like somewhat socially aware of how other people think and feel mm-hmm. and what things do to other people, and being like, damn man, like. I legit grew up around, like, from, like, the age of, like, seven or eight, just, like, yeah, these girls are just gonna be flipping around in their fucking underpants, and this is normal, I guess, you know, and then now when people are like, hey, this is, like, I'm not cool with this, it's like, oh, damn, I bet those eight-year-olds also weren't cool with it, and I've just, like, been surrounded by people who were very uncomfortable all the time, but, like, they were conditioned to be okay with it, and then me as, like, an audience member was conditioned to be, like, there's nothing weird about this, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... For sure, it's yeah. a very weird. Uh, I'm telling you right now, like the gymnastics scene is very fucking weird. I'm oh, I'm there sure are a lot of weird. It's the same with like like that whole like you know dance and stuff. Like yep. it's all yeah, it's, it's all, all that same pageantry. Fucking, it's like they're all, all kind of linked all, in a weird way. Yeah, to like kind of pedophilia, but kind of sports. Yeah, I mean that's really the it's best a, way I can gray. describe it. There's definitely it's, a weird gray. Area. There's a lot of like sexualizing children via their bodies and what their bodies can do, but putting it into a competitive nature. And some avenues are way more competitive and athletic than others, but it's still like like a like a floor routine, like a gymnastic floor routine is just like a choreographed dance, right? Yeah. You so you shake and wiggle, and then you do some jumps, and you shake and wiggle, and you do a lot of hand stuff, and then you do a series of of larger jumps where you have to do so many twists and turns, right? right? It's very fun to watch and like watching it is sick. And I've jumped on those floors before and they're so cool because they're spring loaded. Mm-hmm. Those huge masters, so you can fucking jump. Like, oh, it's, yeah. It's very fun. Um, but like the athleticism there is fucking crazy. But at the end of the day, it still is just like you're hanging out in your underpants all day with all these people just kind of like demanding all these crazy things from your body. Yeah. And just like examining every inch of your fucking body at right. all times. Yeah. So let's and go that's to some, why Simone Biles. Yeah, one of the reasons why Simone Biles wasn't having a good brain day, and she did the cool, responsible thing and fucking bowed out. I'm so glad we didn't talk about this earlier. I had such a horrible take at the beginning of the week when I heard about this. Not a horrible take, but it was just like I just didn't really uh, just nut up, you <laughs> bitch. No, it was more like. What like I don't understand like she's under pressure. I mean, it's the Olympics, isn't everyone just always under pressure? Like I just didn't like I wasn't, you know. And then I was like, no, she's under pressure because, like, it's there. People are expecting her to do more than just be the best gymnast. They're expecting them to see new crazy things that nobody's ever seen before. So this is like this like, and it you know if you're in that mindset and you're trying to do these really dangerous moves. You'll fucking hurt yourself. You'll well, fucking die. That you is could very no. That, crack that, that, your neck and shit. The pressure there is crazy, know? but also you have to like put yourself in the mindset of like you are. You have been. People have decided that you are not only the best living, but the best ever athlete in your chosen field. And so now you have the pressure to not fuck up, and you have to win. You have the pressure to not fuck up. You have the pressure to invent new moves. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. just that alone of like. You have been decided to be unbeatable, so now you not only have to compete all the time, but now you have to, like, you cannot, you don't have the luxury of fucking up at all. If you fuck up at all, your sponsorships are out the window, but say it, goodbye like, to like your that, money, that, that say will, goodbye, yeah. That would break anybody at any level of anything, like, even at your fucking job managing a fucking Chipotle, like, 
if you're expected not to fuck up, like sooner or later, like you're going to fuck up and then it's going to, you're going to crack. But now she has the entire world watching her. You know what I mean? Like, and they're talking about how they want her to break records and do all this shit. Like that's so much pressure for anybody and not for nothing, but also like we forget the abuse that she went through not that long ago with her old fucking coach, right? Like she was fucking abused by her old coach. So she already has like, like she's going through a hard enough time as it is. Right. And now she has like the pressure of the Olympics going on. And like, you know, like anyone who knows anyone that's like ever been the victim of like abuse in any form, like, it makes your responses to pressure and like anxiety and depression, like a little more intense and a little more erratic. So like for these people who have been like surprised that she like, uh, you know, needed to fucking check her shit. Like this person has at least two factors that under like what would break any normal person. Like anyway, like she's one of, if not the most talked about athletes in the world. And also, too, like, she probably has some sort of fucking PTSD and, like, has had, like, traumatic shit go on. So, like, yeah, when shit goes weird for this person, like, there, there's a lot of shit happening behind for that, sure. like, sick smile and, like, Uber Eats ad with Absolutely, Jonathan Van yeah. Ness. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, just thank God we didn't talk about this earlier. But she's a fucking person. And that's, like, one <laughs> yeah. of the things that, like, does bug me, like, when we talk about, like, celebrities and we talk about people in the public eye. Like, there are some people that I don't have any sympathy for. Because they put themselves in situations or they do things. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel bad, like, talking shit about, like, a politician that does something I don't like. Or, like, a, a normal celebrity who does something that I don't like. And we criticize like them Johnny for that. Like a Johnny Depp or, like, yeah. I, I don't know what that example would be. But I'm just saying, like, anyone like that, like, you know, I'll talk shit about a celebrity or someone in the public eye. Because they, they don't, they're, like, aren't real people to me when they're, like, you know, like. Michael Phelps, the athlete, right? Like, I don't care about Michael Phelps, the athlete. I'll criticize everything about you. But then, like, you know, Michael Phelps, the person, like, you're a fucking person, you know? So his whole weed thing, it's like, yeah, he's the fucking best at his sport. He smokes some fucking weed. Move on. Like, Simone Biles, like, people don't ever divorce Simone Biles, the person from Simone Biles, like, the athlete. They treat her like a fucking machine. They treat her like an inanimate object. Like, I know you from watching you on TV and you do the best and you're the best, right? Yeah. But it's like, that's just like a person. Like, that could be your fucking sister or your niece or your fucking partner or whatever the fuck. And it's like, they're going through a lot of shit. Like, you know how stressed you are about right now about like having to fucking get your oil changed in two weeks? Mm-hmm. Imagine how stressed she is about having to win the goddamn Olympics. <laughs> like, yeah. During like in a fucking COVID hotspot. Like, give the girl a fucking break. Like, she's a fucking human being too. It's like what I said in the beginning about like, you know, having to like talk to people. Like, and overthinking things. She's probably overthinking things like crazy about how she's going to flip around in the fucking air. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it then as fucking soon as you, terrifying. It's, it's one of those things, like, I feel like gymnastics is one of those things you're just, like, good at doing it, and you can really, like, but once you get in the mindset of, like, if you th- overthink it, you're going to fuck up. Well, it becomes muscle memory, but yeah. then, like, if muscle go, memory gets tricky, too, because if you're not completely in that zone, you'll fuck up, you know? Yeah. And the only way I can relate to that is, like, drumming stuff, like... Uh, drumming after all just becomes muscle memory like with songs and shit and so like if i'm playing a song that like you know we've we've been playing for a long time like i can kind of just do it like i legit am not thinking about it like i just know how to do it 
But then as soon as like an intrusive thought comes into my fucking head, then I'll fuck up and I'll lose my place because I'm used to this like long rhythm, like this dance I've remembered. And that's the same thing with the fucking gymnastics shit. Like, and I, I, I respect the fact that she's been open about it and she's just like, dude, this is some crazy high intensity level shit. And if my mind is not 100% right, like I could really fuck up and fuck my shit up and I'm not trying to risk that shit. So like, I'm not in the right headspace for it. Like I'm fucking out. For I'm sure. not going to fucking break my neck. Is she out I'm of so everything or she's pulled out of some of the competitions? I think it's kind of like they're going like event by event where she's just kind of like pulling out like the next one, the next one. But she hasn't been like, I'm going home yet. As far as I know. Yeah. Cool. I hope it wasn't out of line bringing up like the abuse thing, but I just feel like that's something that people aren't talking about. I didn't even know. I didn't know about it. Yeah, well, the whole fucking gymnastics team was, like, being abused by Larry Nasser and shit. I didn't know that was her team. I'm pretty fucking sure it is. I thought Larry Nasser was a um, college... Uh, who like, was the dude who, like, got, like, Ali Reisman and all those girls? I Larry Nasser, I think, is, a like, a college coach. He might have been the other... He might have been yeah. the Ohio State guy with Jim Jordan. Or that was fucking Jerry Sandusky. But then there was, like... Larry, no, Larry Nasser was the Olympics guy, right? And he wasn't a coach. He was a um, he was a, like a, a like a like a there a medic, like a nurse, or not nurse. Uh, yeah, like a medic yeah. dude. It 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 was the fucking. He was part of the Olympic gymnastics medical bullshit. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a coach, but he was like their doctor, or whatever. Yeah, oh. and she was one of the people who he abused. Oh God, that's what I'm saying. Like all these girls, all these athletes, these people are fucking sexual abuse victims also. And so like when we start talking about like how they're acting weird or how they're making these decisions, it's there's a whole other layer to it that you kind of need to consider before you start, you know, for sure. Damn dude. I didn't know that she was systematically abused growing up because she was part of the elite gymnastics arena. And that's, you know what I mean? Like you're, you have a lot and she's from what I have seen, she's always been pretty open about like, I go to therapy. Like I have, I need to do all this stuff, you know? And a part of it's like, yeah, it's because you're like a normal person. That's so cool. But then it's like, people aren't talking about like, it's also because she's a fucking abuse victim. <laughs> like, and she yeah. has to process that shit and it's going to, it takes a lot of effort, you know? And she's also, but you know what I mean? So that's why I wanted to bring that in. I hope that that didn't bring things down too far. No. I mean, it's but gotta be, yeah. When things go down, they go up. Like, on a fucking cool half pipe, fucking skateboarding in the Olympics. America did not do good. And you know why? Why? Because you can't smoke weed and go to the Olympics. So oh. all the people who went to the Olympics were dudes <laughs> yeah. who don't smoke weed. No Tory Pud. Well, Nigel, Nigel was there. Well, Nigel was there. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, that's the big joke that's been going around is like, yeah. America didn't do good in skateboarding. What? We should be great. And then the retort's always like, yeah, but the dude who smoked weed couldn't go, man. Yeah, but also, if Nigel Houston did land that trick, he would have won. I mean, yeah, exactly. the, the trick he was trying was just, it was like a the Simone, he's the Simone Biles of skateboarding. He's he not. really is. He's not. Yes, he is. How are you going to fucking tell me, dude? I know. Oh, is this how you're going to pretend that you know a lot about skateboarding because two of your friends skateboard? What are you fucking talking about, dude? I'm, I'm about to be fucking livid right now. <laughs> you know I'm extremely, like, into, like, I know a, a shit ton about skateboarding. Okay. Anyway, 
Yeah, Nigel Houston is. I don't think the best. that he's. I don't think he's a Simone Biles of skateboarding, but I definitely think he is like one of the most popular skateboarders right now. I wouldn't say that he's on the level that Simone Biles is, where like no one in the foreseeable future is going to be as good as her. Dude, I'm telling you, Nigel Houston is the best in the world. Absolutely, 100. percent But you didn't retort the sentence I literally just said. Where like I haven't heard anyone be like he's the best there will ever be. They're no, definitely about, not. But they're saying that about Simone Biles. Okay, she I got is you. the best gymnast there will ever be. Okay, yeah, but then that's that's because there's like a limit to like the amount of flips the human body could probably do, right? You know. But like by that same metric, there's a limit to the amount of times a, a skateboard can rotate a, right. a certain distance. Like, but I don't think there's a limit to the the length of rail you could do. Like you know, what I mean, like you could always push that okay. kind of thing. Yeah, you could. You there's could, way you more could, obstacles than you just can the try air. and stretch it as far as you want. But I don't think that there's one person who's analyzing skateboarding saying that fucking. Nigel Houston is no. the best skateboarder there will ever be. No, you're right about that because, like, a couple of years ago, it was Paul Rodriguez. He was the best skateboarder in the world. You okay, know, I remember like, those days. Yeah, so like, dude, watching him was so. You much go fun. back, Andrew Reynolds. Like, you're right about that. Like, Nigel Houston probably isn't the isn't the best that will ever will ever be. You know, so I, you're right about that. But right now, he is the best in the world for sure. Yeah, I'm not arguing against that. Okay. I'm just don't fucking tell me I don't know anything about skateboarding. Go fuck yourself. And that's the end of the episode. No, it's not. What do you mean it's not? No, we still got a couple. Oh, really? I don't know if we do. I just don't want you to end it on a bad <laughs> note. It's like going to bed fucking angry. Also, we forgot to do uh, this shit in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Whatever. We'll just do it at the end. It doesn't matter. Um. Oh, fuck. There was like other stuff I wanted to fucking talk about. Whatever. We'll just have to do it on the Patreon, I guess. You want to um, make this the Patreon? What? You want to make this one the Patreon and then... No. What the fuck? I don't know. Um, whatever. I'll just wait for next week to talk about the other stuff. So, I guess we are fucking done. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, if you like the show, please uh, like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast at. It takes like no fucking time to do that, you know? Um, you can tell your friends. That would be great. People have been. And we've been getting more listeners. That's fucking cool. Uh, we have a Patreon for five bucks a month. You can uh, get an extra episode a week and hang out on Discord with us. Uh, yeah, um, we're on social media. Jordan doesn't have any anymore. Andrew has some. I have all of them. You can find us there. And um, yeah, that's it. It's a sick ending on this one. God damn it.